Hello and welcome back to the TTD, Tatani Talk Stuff, the show where we talk a daf lesson a day in a few minutes away. We're looking at Gemara Tanis 5a. The Gemara talks about how Rav Nachman said to Rav Yitzchak, What is the meaning of that which is written in Yirmiyahu? For my nation has committed two evils. Kishtayim Raos Asa Ami. Two evils. Were there evils only two? The prophet has ignored the 24 transgressions committed by the people of that generation. In Ezekiel 22, 24 sins are enumerated. Alternatively, this refers to the 24 books of scripture that the people violated. Rashi points out, Gemara has some additions where 22 is given. For 22, sins remain besides for the two mentioned by the prophet. So either we're talking from Yechezkel or Yemiah. But regardless... They did a lot, a lot of sins at those times. Of course, a lot of us do a lot of sins. Nowadays, we should all be as good as we can. But why talk about just two sins? So Rav Yitzchak answered him. Thus said Rav Yochanan, the prophet refers to one transgression, which is like two. Which is the transgression that equals to two? Which one is that? Idolatry, for it is written in that verse. In Yirmiyahu, for my people have committed two evils. They have abandoned me, the source of living waters, to hew out for themselves cisterns, broken cisterns. The people sin by abandoning the worship of Hashem for the worship of idols, which the prophet likens to broken cisterns. This is considered as if they had committed two transgressions. And the verse goes on to say, for they go to the isles of the Ketites and see sent to Kedor and consider diligently as a nation changed their gods even though they are not gods yet my people has changed his glory for that which is of no benefit and they go and the Gemara goes on to say how they worship this they worship that but not worshiping just Hashem only worship Hashem the idea being that the people worshiping idolatry is like two transgressions at once at once and Sometimes the Gemara points out the idea we don't really understand or fathom the real pull or the real desire for idolatry, for idol worship, Baruch Hashem, because the sages got rid of it. They tried to get rid of the, the Yitzhahara for other things too, but then there was no eggs or anything in the world, so they had to bring back that one. But at least for that, a sage once talked about in the Gemara, I don't understand how Menashe was a king and he ran after idolatry, and it said, and the Gemara talks about how, the, how Menashe came to the sage and said, if you were in my times, you would have ran, you would have hiked up your pants and run faster than me. We don't really understand that. What we can understand is that there is still idolatry in different forms and different worship. Someone who worships Money, somebody who worships materialism, someone who worships secular culture, or worships entertainers or actresses or this or that. They seem they them as the role model, the idol to look up to. Why is it called Lahavdal 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 American Idol? Why is it called an idol? Because idol worship doesn't just mean sticks and stones and cedar and trees. Idol worship can be any type of worship in and of itself that doesn't relate back to Torah mitzvahs and to Hashem. Idol worship could be the worship of money, the worship of alcohol, the work, the worship of this or that, anything that a person is pulled towards, anything that a person, person falls prey to, anything that anyone runs after, like covet or honor or money, anything like this. We have to understand that it is around still in our days, and we have to avoid idol worship in any which way, form, or aspect. 
make sure to run only after Hashem, to only worship Hashem, understand that all other aspects are just a means to get to Hashem. Money is just an object, is just a thing. It doesn't have any value in and of itself. You think you take with, with you after 120 years, money comes and money goes, I always say. The only thing that really stays is memories, relationships, and real good deeds, mitzvahs, Torah learning, chesed. That's what really stays. That's what really comes with you after 120 years. So yes, there might not be the idol worship like in the olden days of the wood, or the metal, or the silver, or the copper, or or trees, or whatever they used to do with the Baal and the Asherah, and this, that, and the other thing. But there is still other types of worship that is ever-present out there. People look up to the wrong, quote-unquote, role models, the wrong, quote-unquote, idols. They look up to the entertainers and the football players. They really are the people you should look up to. These people that uh, didn't even go through college sometimes, and they throw a pigskin across the field, yet during their daily life they're smoking and drinking and this and that. That's your worshiper? That's your role model? The person who, after the concert, goes and takes drugs? That's your worshiper? That's who you worship? You have to understand who really to follow, who really to worship, and that is only Hashem. And of course, those Tamidi Chachamim, those great Rabbanim who emulate in Hashem's ways, those are real role models. So instead of having baseball cards, get Torah cards. Instead of having entertainer cards, go get rabbi cards. And there are companies out there where they have these mitzvah cards. Torah cards is a beautiful, beautiful thing. I actually once talked to the inventor of them. Not inventor. I once talked to the guy who made them, thanks to Hashem. Very cool guy, very interesting concept. And I also once got these rabbi cards, these chachma cards, these Yiddish cards, sold at different Jewish bookstores like Eichler's and the like. So instead of trading baseball cards, instead of training Yu-Gi-Oh's and Pokemon, which has no meaning, why don't you trade Torah cards? Why don't you trade rabbi cards? And why don't you trade these mitzvah cards or whatnot found in Jewish stores? Those are real things for kids to emulate, to look up to. Those are real people to learn from. Don't learn from the stories of secular culture, but look to the Jewish books. And that's why I always say we switched out novels and mysteries and books and music a long time ago. We switched it for Jewish music and Jewish novels and Jewish books. The whole idea we have of lending out uh, ideas and whatnot of the Jewish nature is specifically for that because we want to realize to have the real role models, the real values, and the real people to look up to. So yes, idol worship does exist still in some form and fashion. People running after money, running after honor, worshiping money, worshiping honor, worshiping the wrong types of people to look up to as mentors and role models and idol worship in some ways. Be careful and realize only go in the way of Torah, only go in the way of mitzvahs and chesed. Find the Rabbanim, the sages, the tamidei chachamim. People throughout the Gemara, throughout Pirkei Avos and, and the like who are real role models, real people to look up to and to ultimately follow in the ways of Hashem with Torah, chesed and mitzvahs within all your days. Join us next time as we talk Tana 6 here on the TTD.